You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, and today you'll hear an episode from our Takeover series. Every month, we ask a different practitioner or thought leader to host a series of interviews that cover a specific theme that's relevant to our community. And like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to another episode of the Flip My Funnel podcast. Uh, as always, the, the one of the best privileges that I have is to have somebody take over one of the episodes. It actually is less work for me, quite frankly. So it's, it's a really cool thing. But as we started this big community, we're finding incredible podcasters who are running their own amazing experiential podcast. So Samir, who is one of the, the members of the big community, has his own podcast that he started. It's called the Experience Business Podcast. So I invited him to join me so I can introduce you uh, to him and also for him to actually share what this podcast is about and what kind of people he's going to interview for you. So Samir, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sangram. Thank you so much. You know, I'm highly obliged. And to be very frank, I've, it's my pleasure and a wonderful to be part of this peak community. That's awesome, man. So tell us a little bit about your podcast that you have been running and what type of people are you interviewing on that for our community? Hey, you know, this is very interesting because I personally believe that every company should be the experienced company because uh, people don't buy product. They don't buy services. They only buy the experiences. So the my podcast is about the experience business podcast, meaning every business should focus on creating the experience. And in this podcast, I normally interview people and sometimes also solo where I talk about what are the strategies, what are the viewpoint of other leaders like CXOs, CMOs, CTOs to make their business uh, an experienced business. That is fantastic, man. So let's go and like deep dive into it. Because Samir, you have above, I think, about 10 episodes that you have graciously agreed to have it shared on the Flip My Funnel Takeover Tuesday and Thursday episode. So Samir, again, thank you for doing that. Information about you and your podcast is going to be in the show notes. Let's go. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Welcome in my show, the Experience Business Podcast. Today, your host, Samir Kumarsa is going to talk about a very interesting topic that's your employees. And I strongly advocate that every company should become an experienced company. And I believe apart from other core business uh, requirements, you also need to have something called employees, which is a biggest asset for any company. And if we do not focus on the employee experience, we cannot focus on the customer experience. So today I have invited Japrit Saini. Guys, Japreet is actually an agile practitioner. Uh, she comes from a payments and a services industry. She has handled various teams from the international geography. She has worked on multiple assignments, local, international. She has also worked in the startups and she has also worked in international projects. Apart from that, uh, when she manages that, she also, on a regular basis, you know, she interacts with the leadership team. She suggests them, right, how to manage the team, how to resolve the disputes within the employees. She also comes from a background where, where she's already exposed with various kinds of industries, ranging from payments I already discussed, right? But she has also worked on projects uh, like United Nations in Austria. An interesting thing is that she has also recently started her 
own blog that's incus.com because she's also passionate about writing i would suggest that you know every one of you please go and visit her website incus.com and see although she has just started writing but i think you would really find it useful japreet welcome thank you samir thanks for having me on this show. <laughs> so, Japrit, you know, before we start the conversation, I'm also highly uh, curious about your UN project. How did you land this project? Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's in fact a unique question and I too feel blessed of um, having this project with me. So, this mm-hmm. was uh, during uh, 2013. I was working with Infosys and I got a call from one of the organization to uh, mm-hmm. go for a small contractual um, offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is on site. So okay. I okay. had, uh, I was actually preparing myself to land into something like this and fortunate enough to fetch this. So the moment I got it, I, I didn't thought of whether it's a contractual permanent, what <laughs> would happen, how it would happen and how would I go? What would happen if I come back? So I said, yes, I would like to go. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, I work with UN uh, International Atomic Energy Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a this is a beautiful building in Austria, headquarters in Austria, and they have UNESCO UNICEF buildings around around them. This is a wonderful. That's all. That's all nearby. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. That's all in the same building. So oh. you have uh, people, you know, all around the nation, all around the world, or you can say all around the globe. Different culture, different uh, way of interaction, different way of communicating, and different languages. Of course, they all speak in German, but. Uh, they, they do talk in Arabic, they do talk in Portuguese and all those, mm-hmm. all those languages. So the, the place where I had been seated, I had people from Netherlands, I have people from England, I have people from US, like wow. that. So uh, I, I went on a project with them for a six months of duration. However, it was, they wanted me to continue, but I couldn't continue because of my personal commitment of coming mm-hmm. back. And uh, it was uh, on a technical communicator role. And that's how, where I got into, know, I mean, I got into the interest of knowing this whole Agile and Scrum mm-hmm. and how they do it and how they communicate, how they deal with. So, so interacting with them was uh, quite easy for me. I was, I was re- mm-hmm. anyhow, I'm fascinated with the people around the diversity line. But mm. that, that's something really interesting. And it gives me, gives me a lot of exposure to know people. When yeah. you start working with them, the first thing you need to know is who are they? Where do they come? What they yeah. hold? And then comes the professional skill set, what they're qualified or what technicalities, abilities they have or what skill sets they hold. I said the first point is knowing them. Mm. So I think because of that, I maintain a very good connection, not only with my employees, but the build the whole building neighbors that I had around. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so that means my journey you, you really carry a wonderful experience of uh, working across the team, especially with the UN uh, is, Folks, yeah. is amazing. Okay. So now, now coming back to the topic, why employee experience is the first thing that the company should look for? Yes. So I truly believe in the statement like uh, great customer experience. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen by accident. Yeah, that's it doesn't happens by accident. Mm. And to make it really work, your employees are the right source, you mm. know, uh, to get into. So if you're looking to deliver, first of all, I would say to all my viewers who are listening to me, 
if you're trying to do a great business, if you're trying to hold a great clients, if you're trying to hold a great market, mm-hmm. work with your employees. Get a right set of people whom you would like to have because, mm-hmm. because they are your mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. They are what are going to face the client. They are, they are the ones who are going to deal with them. So they are very much important uh, in your organization if you are trying mm-hmm. to deliver a great customer experience. And, right. and, and in, in throughout my journey, I have believed in, I mean, the organizations that I have worked for, I think they, they first keep their employees close with them. They first try to, you know, involve them, engage them. And then they place them in front of the customer. They talk to them about their customer experiences and they ask them, you know, let's get indulged. Now you mm-hmm. eat this show. Okay. So I think they are, they employee, employees are actual asset of your organization. You, you need to invest in them. You need to hear them. You need to talk mm-hmm. to them. You need to smile to them. But then, uh, Many times what happens, right, actually the companies uh, come up with the programs, but they still fail to meet the employees' needs. According to you, where the companies are going wrong? See, just uh, meeting employee needs is a different, it's a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. There are many needs an employee would have. <laughs> of course, I would like to have work from home. I would like to have a comfort of mine. I would like to have everything going as for me. I would like to have mm-hmm. promotions. I would like to have uh, increments happening. But then, you need to be people centric. You just cannot have this favorism or favoritism and uh, think of one person or one team or one group. Mm-hmm. I think you have to, you have to be a people centric kind of, you have to talk about everyone. You have to think about everything, no matter. Yes, you have policies, you have processes, you would have defined anything that, that goes well with you. But then I think listening to them, treating them the way you treat your customers Mm-hmm. is is very important and then there are a few pointers i would like to bring it into this of this course point. I mean, this is <laughs> yeah, yeah you would like to the foremost thing you know if you are looking for an employee satisfied organization or a mm-hmm. say, or you're thinking like you have an extraordinary culture and all train your people train your people so much that if they are being hired by somebody else they are paid twice and twice of so then you, you mean would, to say the company should not be worried about that if in case we train them, right? They might leave us, then yes. what will happen? This is Next. normally the common practice. People think that if we will train them, right? They, they might go to some other company. So the next thing is treat them well. Hmm. When you train them, you need to treat them. This goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. If, you keep, mm-hmm. you know, if you just train and say, okay, with your uh, acquisition, talent acquisition team and your board of members and you say, no, we have been really training them. We have been doing all that has been needed. They have a biggest, uh, they have a biggest, we have a biggest team. They have a right skill sets to do. But then mm-hmm. the important thing is treat them, love them the way you would like them to do. Mm-hmm. And here I talk about personal interaction and process interaction, both. Mm-hmm. You need to, you know, you need to show them. If I say personal interaction, okay, fine. Uh, that's a common thing that you discuss with your employees. You know, how pers- if personal, like you have policies in place, you have insurances in place, you have everything that you need to give your employee. But when I talk about the process interaction, again, there comes, show them their career path. Show yeah, them is, what is This is most ladder. important, yes. I think this is the common question we see that when a company comes in, right? Uh, sorry, when an employee is, 
when an employee actually yeah. comes in uh yes I, this i am telling from my own personal experience because i have also worked in previous companies and it is always a challenge that although i am working in a company uh, uh, working on a project but that's one part which is which is actually given to me i'm doing it okay but i would also feel motivated when actually i know that if i do a b c then i will get you know yeah. b yes you you need to show them that ladder this is where you are right now this is where i mm-hmm. see you this is how you grow up this is where you would like to be so show them give them that you know that that map and to do that your organization should have a well structured your organization should be well organizationally structured mm-hmm. you show them this is how our structure is irrespective of the design, uh, irrespective of what skill sets you hold and okay. then with that you bring the transparency in your communication try to be approachable you know do not speak to a single person alone try to be open try to have a clear cut and now you can also ask me like if you if you show them promotion you if you give them training so what if how they going to do how they going to figure then build a scorecard okay build a scorecard for your every employee and see how they are doing day by day how well I, their skills sets are working out and do not make it public <laughs> and don't make it public yes yeah. because everybody needs that integrity to be in place everybody yeah. needs that you know comfort where they can talk and where they can approach and get it corrected so in this journey it would happen many would do tremendously well but many would slip many would come down what do you need to do mm-hmm. you need to hold them you need to support them okay this is where you have gone for a toss so let me show you how better you can do it okay so i think if you take all this thing it 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 works it works to build up a good good organization and uh, how do you think that the hiring also plays a greater role because we cannot always blame the company in this side sometimes also wrong hire also uh, is a challenge right uh, because you do not know your employee many times people say that we should hire for the culture fit do you agree with this statement that we should hire for the culture fit or the mindset fit Okay, so people have this idea about the culture fit. Mm. What I I would ask, what do you mean by culture? Okay. What do you mean by culture fit? How would you say this? Now, for example, I am born in one culture, mm-hmm. but then I tend to imbibe other cultures. I also mm-hmm. try to go into some other cultures, see what what's happening around it. So I would say, if you talk about the culture, you have to bring that openness. Show that we don't hide anything. Show that there is not too much of everything. give the actual picture give the clear mm. picture and for me i would say a culture is what you do when i don't see you what are you exactly doing when i don't see you okay so i think that's where the culture fit is if if you align with them and hiring see everybody who would come to your organization would certainly either want a good hire mm. or want a good uh, a good designation to prove or there are people also who have got a real good set and they are looking to implement them. so i think hiring going wrong shouldn't be the case if you if you have a right culture and then this person comes into your culture and imbibes them i think a healthy environment suddenly t- turns the individual but yeah at, at times it happens that hiring uh, goes wrong i mean 
that that's where no, I many times it goes wrong. I mean, I'm not saying I will not say that. You know, does not it many times? It, in fact, most of the time it goes wrong where we fail to identify. And I understand that it could be maybe because of our own internal processes also the way we defined the process for a right candidate to hire, right? Yes. And it is always guessing. Even if we say that uh, you know, okay, the person is having a good hard skill set, right? The skill set which I am looking for. maybe in the first interaction i might not be able to identify whether the person is a good fit for us not from the point of view culture now that you brought this point that you know there what do you call culture openness even i do believe that yeah culture is something uh, it's it's better to hire for a right mindset as compared to a culture because yes culture is about it's it, it should be more open so that we can understand the different point of views uh, styles but uh but it goes wrong many times you know when we fail to identify or we don't have our own internal processes set exactly how it should go yes so look for a person if the person has so if if i have to hire a candidate mm-hmm. i would uh, i would i would secondly look i ask about his technical abilities mhm or whatever i think that i think that pretty much the hrs they know when they hire people or when any organization hire people they they definitely look for a matching skill set and they get almost 99.9% accurate skills but mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to the actual individual uh, person mm-hmm. look and see what this person has done down the lane for so many years what new innovations uh, people have created what new thoughts they have are they ready to break the stereotype kind of thing do mm-hmm. they need somebody to guide them or are they a standalone factor who would take people and work that that intuition that intent of you know going ahead stepping up and taking a risk can this yeah. be can this be done because these are something that you already have it nobody can you know give it to you and but okay. some places people uh, they in indeed they have it but they have not got that uh, platform to you know bring it up okay cool so Uh, in your experience so far have you ever seen that a company is uh, creating a certain kind of a group which focuses jointly on your business experience and then the customer experience the uh, sorry employee experience and the customer experience yes so uh, so i think the organizations that i have worked worked so far and mm-hmm. my international project that i have seen i think uh people they first uh, the the organization first get this type of people who are you know technically uh, also good who are also business people who are also good at the employee employee management so they mm. have this type of people together they they form their agenda for a quarter oh okay i think that's a short goal i mean you need not have a big goal and then work towards try to form a shorter goals what mm-hmm. is your quarterly goal that you want to achieve how are you going to transform them and then take those things work with a set of people do a kind of pilot project and see how it works so yes in my experience i have seen organization who have come towards like this they have tried to uh, get the skill sets right set of people coming together plan it do a short term you know short term goal and say this is what my intentions are this is what i want my employees to be good at this is what i try to bring this culture in and then mm-hmm. to work towards it and i think it with with regular practice with effort and with other seeing other people seeing our one team is working towards it something new happening with them why not we so seeing and imbibing 
works a lot but you need to start doing it yeah yeah you're right many times i've also seen that you know uh, the the business outcome which the company looks for and the employees are not at all aware uh, maybe this could also be because of uh, this kind of miscommunication that the employees are not motivated to work on the project in which they are actually working let's take an example of software engineers building a software but many times they don't even know exactly how the how their product is going to uh is shaping i mean the market what's the business expectation is because of this reason also right they do not know uh the thing on which they are working uh, how it is actually going to work in the real time what do you say in this i uh i think there is a word that is coming right now into my mind is the values and mm. valuable okay values and valuable So when you talk about values, you talk about openness, diversity, and inclusion. Hmm. When you try to tag these three things together, your software developers will get to know what's happening around. Okay. It's not always the individual who says, "I don't know." It's always the same because I was not known to. So I think get their minds, bring the diversity in, the diversity to over there, and then mm-hmm. inclusion. and then work this will help you to build a value instead of you know figuring out what is valuable for me and this is not her working with this team or this is not working with this individual hmm involve them i'll say you know involve them and make them feel significant about it okay so the companies are also companies are also facing a challenge of innovation especially in the company and uh, uh, even if they put a uh, right programs in the place uh, for learning uh they are not a kind of uh they are not able to get what they want especially uh, do you think that the companies are lacking in the innovation uh, even if they have right set of employees what is going wrong one fine day if you just come up and say okay i need to have agile running in my organization let's get it done <laughs> no matter what bring this people bring this come masters get the agile coach we will do it right it doesn't work yeah it doesn't work actually you need to make sure what the ask is for mm-hmm. and work accordingly see what yeah. you have right now with you don't do a helicopter landing yeah don't do that immediately figure out you do you actually need it where is it happening do a kind of assessment figure it out what's happening around you and then plan your things accord i'll say that yeah yeah i had a similar encounter right when one of the leaders uh with one of the enterprises where i was consulting uh, one of the directors actually asked me that we have the programs in place uh, all the training programs in place but still we fail to innovate what is the problem uh, and my also answer simple answer was the same thing maybe you are failing because big companies are designed to fail okay so if you have a fish and you're trying to train a fish to uh, you know la- uh, try to you know go up to the tree how a monkey can only go up climb up to the tree right your fish cannot find out what you have with you and then plan right yes i think oh, and one more point that i have in my experience i have also seen that the, even if you put uh, the, all these programs in the plan right our employees always look for the leadership team that how they are going to handhold so i think they it is a big onus is on the leadership team to come up with a vision that what we want to do at least in the bigger picture and employees let the employees explore the various solutions right and if let's say the employees come up with the multiple solutions then actually promote them encourage them come up with the let them come up with the 
new ideas and ask them to experiment right then only the things might work out that's that's my viewpoint actually that's a correct viewpoint you know uh you need to have a role model if you have hmm. like a leadership running you need to have a role model with you and then being approachable is also important and then this come this line of do as i say shouldn't be there mm-hmm. show them show them what is this the next thing is coming up in the market this is what you need to do this is how you can go about it what do you say would you like to go ahead try it out i think much hmm. of the hesitation would come down when you instead of imposing you ask them to just try it out Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and many leadership you know they get scared of trying it out because it involves their time money people projects revenue budget and whatsoever and they even their own personal interest where they have to pay attention a lot mm. yes. of course employees get also motivated when they are actually recognized right yes so how do you think that the company should recognize and incentivize their employees appropriately so so that they are more focused on the customer outcomes see um, i would certainly say recognition is important but mm-hmm. you also have to bring into attention what are this recognition mean to you as an organization mm-hmm. if every time you just keep uh, uh giving awards and if you you think you can uh today i have done that i have to make sure uh everyone in this team gets an award for this mhm i have seen this happening how will it work i mean if you trying to recognize something give a recognition to somebody show that what value this person has been driving mm what he is bringing up to the table and then with that other people start following it up put your parameters down list out what you are actually trying to uh, bring into or you know bring into the attention of these uh, employees by giving this rewards and recognition they should be given they must the employees must be appreciated but then you should also mean when you are recognizing somebody so you mean to say that just uh, giving a trophy a medal is not going to work out yes of course i have one instance right uh, that uh, on one of the projects i worked performed consistently for 15 days it was a very critical project and it was a situation where i had to work for close to 16 17 hours consistently for 15 16 days and when actually that uh, small project got into the production uh, things were fine right so team decided to recognize me so they said yes uh, samir has really performed well we'll recognize so i said fine and i i just kept on waiting and since the company had a process that the recognition medal will come through from the us and it will take 30 days so after 30 days actually when he got the medal right the manager is coming with the medal in uh, at my seat where when there is no one else right and he's saying sami this is your medal yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean so 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 i was i was just thinking uh, yeah i mean yes i got the medal but it felt like there is if you know i am getting something which i am buying outside and buying it there's no value i attached to the medal where i when i do not get the public recognition with what i have actually done yes i think uh, uh, somewhere as you grow as you experience thing as you see the world around yeah you you realize within yourself what you are capable of delivering what you yes. capable of changing what time comes cap- yes yeah what 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 your mindset is all about 
and then at that point of time you don't wait for somebody's validations or corrections yes. or appreciation you know that i need to do this and i need to do with the utmost perfection yes i think all of us every individual whatever age group it is i think we 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 have to somewhere you know start bringing that within ourselves and i think then the awards will automatically follow the three idiot dialogue you know start <laughs> being capable and then the things will flow or follow in place or fall in place no the, the point that you made is definitely right individually i can say that yes i am becoming mature i know that what i'm capable of but this kind of understanding not everyone is having if the company is failing at various moments right where i'm uh, i i'm supposed to be recognized right ultimately dissatisfaction will start happening that nobody is considering my value i i might need to look for some other place where i am being appreciated more so this i am telling from the point of view of what the companies are doing wrong many so places i would suggest you know bring the team recognition in places mm hmm bring that in place it also needs to evolve yes. like and if you don't experiment change there will not be a value attached to it then in that case right. everyone knows that okay this is how you recognize yes so place change experiment put the parameters in place mm. and then i think with the more of an in, you have to certainly you know work on the individual appreciation i would say but i think the organization have still not come up with the team side yeah team recognition where you have a multi you know cross functional people to work and and where they deliver with lot of challenges coming across so mm-hmm. i think uh, the team recognition must be must be coming in play that that should be paid attention at this point of time along with the mm-hmm. individual appreciation mm. so for the people those who are into the completely client facing role right according to you uh, how they should be guided so that they understand their customers better see uh, client facing is a big challenge it, mm. it's not that easy a small mistake and you are gone your you get a you know you hamper with your revenue you hamper with your project you your your stake and everything i think if you're trying to work with your clients try to understand understand them try to interact with them and then work with know them and then work with them and then be very clear on what you are going to deliver yeah i think after the covid 19 even the everyone has become little more empathetic at least the good ones right and they all want a kind of sense of transparency whether it's employees or customer it's always best to say that you know this is what we can do in this current capability instead of hiding your uh, your problems and not communicating it to your employees and yes. and to your customers together yes so many at times it happens that there is a miscommunication happen either from the client side or mm-hmm. either from the or, or from your side but then bringing your employee in front of your clients and saying that what went wrong explain it right now doesn't work mm-hmm. if you're trying to you know sort the uh, things from the client there is something that process definitely plays a big role mm-hmm. and both the parties need to understand and adhere to the process a slight miscommunication and escalation can go a long way in hampering somebody's reputation or somebody's designation and i think uh, when we practice this agile for my point of experience that 15 minutes of stand up 
that I conduct, where I try to invite my uh, the whole development team or people from the, or, or my product owner, if it's from the client side or mm. other respective stakeholders, whatsoever. I try to make that 15 minutes much valuable. And everybody needs to understand that that's a time when you can talk to the team and sort out the thing. Mm. It has happened many times that people do not try to get the conversation done in that 15 minutes of effective daily stand-up mm-hmm. and then es- goes for an escalation. Mm. So I always try to say, you know, if, if you're saying that the escalation has been happened, what you had been doing in that 15 minutes of stand-up. There is a reason why we call that daily stand-up. It's just not for the sake of being, uh, you know, coined. It is being coined. It has mm. some essence. It has some value in it. So I think each of us should understand why it is important to communicate right over there. Mm. With the team specifically, with the people who would be actually working for you, who would be actually delivering for you. Right. So these small, small things, you know, do make a, uh, does play a big role. Yeah, does play a big role. Of course, it does play a big role because... See, we are all emotional creatures, right? And yeah. um, and plus, we are also not perfect. So, looking for perfection within your employees is also uh, not not ideal. Actually, what we had to see that what is possible, and if in case it is not working out, then it is actually always a two way communication. First yeah. thing is that first of all, the company should make a culture where employees feel comfortable talking about their own problems, right? Even if they goof up they should come up to the leadership team or the manager saying that this is the problem I'm facing and I want this. And the same thing should be heard properly uh, according to my understanding. Yes, I think a flat hierarchy is very important. Hmm. Yeah, that's a flat hierarchy is very important. Yes, so that's one of my say, I would say. And then make it a people-centric. Make a people-centric, see what people want. Because end of the day, your customer side is also your people and the employee side are your people. I mean, end yes, of the day, both yes. are yours, right? It's, yes. it's your job. How do you go hand in hand with them? Correct. So build them, treat them, respect them. And then work with whatever your so-called market is or whatever so-called your revenue is or whatever your so-called graph is. Then it will automatically, the moment if the happy people, yes. happy employees are the... Biggest asset for all of us. Uh, in the in the previous podcast, which got published, right, where I covered a topic around uh, what a company should do in the COVID-19 for the employees. And where I have mentioned that in the today's COVID situation, if you want to make your employees happy, then the first thing that we will have to do is to be more empathetic. There is an influencer called Brian Solis. He says that every company in current situation should become a technology company. And then a healthcare company. Yes. And I, I made it a point that, yes, you have to become these two, but I think you have to also become a financially conscious company. Yes. Not, not for your own company's investment, rather also uh, being empathetic with your employee's spends. You have to see yes. that, yes, because everybody is worried about the job right now. They, are, they do not know that what is the future of the companies. So uh, a sense of transparency, how a company is doing, where do you see in another six, uh, where you think that your employees should see in another six months uh, financially, uh, how you are making the things very clear to them. 
uh, you should come up with the plans which tells which tells them actually to manage their finances manage their health and safety norms this is very much important so what happens you have seen our government right how our government punch you the five years program that they do and yeah. they they cover everything if anything happens in this five years yeah how are they going to plan their thing i think many of, i have this question for many of the organizations yeah in this covid situation you have been taking people left right center out of your organization saying either we don't need you or the project is getting over or you have not been performing that's your a plan boss where is your b plan yeah i mean the situation has occurred after so many years i mean the the type of covid situation this is not people have created it, ha- it by chance it happened yes it everybody, was unexpected yes unexpected and everybody is a sufferer right from a, a small scale industries to the large scale industries and the technology sector where is the b plan hmm i mean at times organization just keeps on hiring lot many people let's open the hiring let's open the hiring and then suddenly when this type of situation comes they try to send them off so that certainly creates a negative vibe among the people you know mm. and and you should always have a b plan ready i think every organization irrespective of working towards what the customer wants or what where is your customer sitting in india or in us netherlands or wherever they also try to have some kind of uh, development happening within their own organization that can help people to you know the, where they can use most of the manpowers as well in this type of situation hmm. so themselves hmm. would need to be innovative enough for the indian market so that you know they can consume this the, the, this people around them no, not indian market i would say i think in the indian culture because at least yeah. employees are from the uh, india right we can't have a same kind of cultural expectation what the us people are or other other, other countries are having right so we will have to see yes. what is our working style what is our choices how we mingle with each other you can't bring in the kind of culture that the us or other australia or right. uk is having and then try to right. imbibe it here it's fine. not happening yeah it's not happening correct so so fine so i'll just you know wind up this uh, podcast but i wanted to have a really a key takeaway so i just want you to have at least a top point that you want the leadership team to follow so that uh, they should contribute to the better employee experience and leading to a better customer experience i'll say uh, certainly a flat hierarchy is very much needed at this point of time mm-hmm. that's one of the thing that you would secondly train them and teach mm. them well and my third is the competency mapping okay have that in mind when you are trying to have the people to run your whole show and on the leadership side i would certainly say you no know, the openness diversity and inclusion so wow. i think i can sum up this thank you so much japreet thank you for coming on the show and we really got a lot of value from this conversation thank you samir have a good day bye bye you've been listening to the flip my funnel podcast to make sure that you never miss an episode subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.